Welcome to Love from the Hip. I'm spiritual hypnotherapist, master esthetician, and your host, Sakura Sutter. This show is created with the intention of helping others to help and love themselves. Aside from weekly skin tips, you will hear me spotlight extraordinary souls from around the world who are making a difference by helping others in their own way. You may also hear me follow up with a guest I've hypnotized on an online edition of Love from the Hip, which is available on YouTube. Together, we can all make a difference, and it starts with love, love from the hip. In the 1950s, plastic surgeon Dr. Maxwell Maltz began noticing a common thread among his patients, that after 21 days, they would finally get adjusted to their new face or even their lack of arm or leg due to amputation. Dr. Maltz's findings of a minimum of about 21 days, much like the game of telephone, after being repeated over and over, soon became, it takes 21 days to form a new habit. Many well-known self-help influencers of today ran with Maltz's story, and the myth continued to spread. A health psychology researcher at University College London, Philippa Lally, brought on a research team to actually figure out exactly how long it does take to form a habit. Lally conducted a study over 12 weeks with 96 people. Each subject chose a new habit for 12 weeks and reported each day on whether or not behavior felt automatic. Some of the habits were anything from drinking a bottle of water with lunch, to running for 15 minutes before dinner. Researchers analyzed the data at the end of 12 weeks to determine just how long it took for the new behavior to become automatic. They concluded that it takes more than two months before a new behavior becomes automatic, and actually a total of 66 days to be exact. This is not how long it takes for a habit to form, quite the contrary. Lally's studies showed that it took anywhere from 18 to 254 days for people to form a new habit. So essentially, in order to create a new habit or learned behavior, it takes anywhere from two to eight months, not the myth of 21 days. Another discovery in Lally's research showed that even if a subject missed an opportunity of performing the behavior now and then, it did not affect the formation process. Habits are formed in the brain of the part of the brain called the basal ganglia. And the more often you perform a task or behave in a certain way, the more it gets wired into the brain. The basal ganglia also plays a major role in the development of emotions, memories, and pattern recognition. Essentially, every time you act in the same manner, a specific neuronal pattern is established and becomes strengthened over time in your brain. However, when you are in the process of adopting a new behavior or learning a new habit, This will enlist other parts of the brain, like the prefrontal cortex, where the thinking and conscious effort comes into play. Research has shown that habits that have long been established can be changed, but still must have a reward attached to them. A brain that is set to receive a reward for changing a bad habit is more inclined to stick to the new habit. Also, once a habit is formed, it requires less use of the brain to focus on this activity, so that it may focus on something else. This is the case most often when one is multitasking. Psychologist, philosopher, and writer William James laid out his view of forming and learning habits in his works, Habit, and also in Principles of Psychology. James called habits in which there is an innate tendency to be instincts and those due to education to be called acts of reason. He explained that brain plasticity plays an important role in the development of all organic forms of habit. According to James, habit diminishes the conscious attention with which acts are performed, and this ability to act without concourse of will has clear advantages. As James describes, in a habitual action, mere sensation suffices for eliciting muscular movements so that the upper regions of the mind and brain are set comparatively free. James offers three rules to aid in the successful formation of new habits. One, Give the new habit or beginning momentum by putting yourself in all the conditions that encourage the new way or make it incompatible with the old. Number two, never suffer an exception or do not lapse until the new habit is securely rooted in your life. Number three, seize the very possible opportunity to act on every resolution you make and on every emotional prompting you may experience in the direction of the habits you aspire to gain. New York Times author Charles Duhigg, in his book, The Power of Habit, says the psychological pattern that gets memorized, or the habit loop, as he calls it, consists of three parts. This habit loop includes cue or trigger, which tells your brain to go into automatic mode, the routine or behavior itself, and the reward, which helps the brain to remember the habit loop. Duhigg says that habits are malleable throughout your entire life, 
and that once a person becomes savvy to a habit structure or its three parts, then it becomes much easier to change them. William James reminds us that if we cannot act, we will not change because it is the moment of producing new motor effects that communicates the new pattern or new habit to the brain. As Aristotle famously said, we are what we repeatedly do. Excellence, then, is not an act, but a habit. Today, I have the pleasure of interviewing Will Moore. Will is a momentum builder and founder of Moore Momentum. We will be discussing habits, failure habits, success habits, and how they affect different core areas of our lives. Plus, later on the show, we will open up the phone line so that he can help you personally turn a failure habit into a success habit. So stick around after this quick break. Peach fuzz is great if it's on a peach. Let Sakura Skin and Mind remove unsightly hair with dermaplaning. Although its primary purpose is to remove layers of dead skin, it's just one of the added benefits leaving your skin baby smooth, safe, effective, fast and affordable. What a concept. Sakura Skin and Mind wants you to look your very best and dermaplaning is just one tool in their chest. Find out about dermaplaning at sakuraskinandmind.com. S-A-K-U-R-A, skinandmind.com. We bring out the healthy skin and healthy way of thinking you didn't know you had. Seattle, Tacoma, Antwerp? That's right. We're streamed worldwide on our app and on the web at 1150kknw.com. Welcome back to Love from the Hip. I'm spiritual hypnotherapist, master esthetician, and your host, Sakura Sutter. And don't forget to follow me on Instagram and Facebook and to subscribe and share my YouTube channel and podcast, Love from the Hip, and that's HYP, anywhere you can find podcasts. Today, I have the pleasure of having Will Moore on my show. Will is a momentum builder and founder of More Momentum. Hey, Will, thanks for being here today. Hey, hey, thanks for having me. Super yeah. psyched to be on the show. And I have to share where you're from because that's my hometown. Yeah. <laughs> where, are you, where, are we, where are you joining us from today? <laughs> uh, I am in Evanston, Illinois right now, which is just basically for those that haven't been here. It's right outside of Chicago. Yes, and it's beautiful. <laughs> Absolutely beautiful. Yes, right now is probably not the best time be here depending <laughs> on where you are in the country it's that's, a little bit cold but it's it's absolutely gorgeous we just had a, a beautiful fall that's awesome well well why do you think it is important to have habits so i, I enjoyed your summation um you did a nice job of, of kind of giving laying the groundwork for habits and why they're important and yes you are correct it's funny how you know things tend to come in cycles mm -hmm. um in the personal development world and right now habits are kind of like a hot thing which is it's interesting because i've been reading personal development for so many years and, and self-help books and habits has never been kind of looked at the way that it is with the microscope right now and habits are really they are we are our habits our habits are us i mean you kind of can't really separate the two in terms of you know if you're having a happy awesome life then you've got what I call these success habits. And if your habit, if your life isn't as great as it could be, um, you don't necessarily have to be miserable, but just knowing that there's other stuff out there, most likely you've got at least um, a good number of failure habits. Yeah. And so depending on which way you're going, it defines your life. So I want to come back into those and I want to have you define them even further, but let's touch back on. So why do you think there's such a big focus right now on our habits? So as I said, habits really are kind of, the, the backbone of, of us. Um, yeah. At the end of the day, we we develop these habits throughout our lives. It starts in childhood. You know, you, as you start going through the system, you've got your parents, mm -hmm. and they mean well, but oftentimes, you know, they they do things that maybe are failure habits, and and we just end up mimicking them. And then you go into the, you start with your getting into with your peers, and the same thing. They're kind of mimicking some failure habits that their parents and other people that they've. Uh, socialize with have and then the school system is, a, is another example of a broken system where you know we've got these these different types of ways that we're teaching kids and making them feel less than if they're not you know doing well in certain academic and certain in certain learning environments where at the end of the day we've learned that everybody's different mm -hmm. everybody has different brains and so it makes it very difficult so at some point we have to break the cycle that's exactly right that's exactly so, right. We so do. let's go back to failure habits and success habits. So how would you define a failure habit? So a failure habit to me is uh, something 
in your life. And I, I kind of break everybody's life down into these five major core areas. Um, right. And at the end of the day, it's about what are the failure habits that you have in these areas and what are the success habits that are going to overall equal your ultimate happiness. And the failure habits are essentially things that you, as I kind of just pointed out, have developed along the way that are causing you to build negative momentum, you know, that aren't giving you that warm and squishy feeling inside that are making you feel stressed, depressed, sad, lonely, you know, whatever it is, um, the things that you're just doing and, and subconsciously that you don't even realize how much they're hurting you. Mm -hmm. And you would say that these form not only from um, limiting beliefs from peers or parents or teachers, but also from yourself, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Experiences that you have. That's, that's a great point. So experiences are the, are the other major way that habits are formed. So okay. different, in, different events in our life have different impacts and, you know, just for instance, having a, an alcoholic parent, which I had, um, you know, you, you, you see certain things. And, and if, uh, if there's an instance where that parent, there's a dramatic event, it can literally change your, you know, kind of shock your brain into thinking a certain way. And really habits are all about perception. And so when you perceive things one way, it's much easier to build positive habits and then when you, if you have negative perceptions, it can go the other way. So with a, an, an alcoholic parent that yells at you and there's a dramatic event, you may develop a, a certain uh, avoidance to, to certain situations or to being around that person because of it. Right. Okay. And so success habits then are basically just anything that any experience that you derive success from, correct? Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's the exact opposite. It's the polar opposite of the failure habits where these success habits, which my whole program and what I'm trying to help people to do is to stop those failure habits that they've developed and replace them with success habits. So the success habits, give them that positive energy, make them feel great, bring back that wonder and passion you had as a kid when your number one goal was to just go out and and play with toys and, and go play in the forest and have the absolute best day ever. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, then you get a little bit older and things get in the way. And like I said, you develop these, these failure habits. And so the idea is to, to say, okay, what are they? Let's put a spotlight on them and let's replace them with these success habits. All right. Awesome. Well, I want to touch back into that after the break, but we are going to take a quick break, but remember this is a live show. If you would like to ask Will a question about habits or how to change a failure habit into a success habit, Feel free to call 1-888-298-KKNW or 425-373-5527 after this quick break. Your skin is your body's largest organ. Care for it properly, starting with your face. Sakura Skin and Mind offers several clinical facial treatments to help stimulate collagen production, eliminate toxins, boost circulation, and deeply cleanse. See a new you in your mirror. Clinical facials range from $90 and up. Do your face a favor. Sakura Skin and Mind, erasing wrinkles one clinical facial at a time. Learn more, sakuraskinandmind.com. URASkinandmind.com. Did you know that your skin is your body's first defense against disease and infection? BrioTech knows and has developed their topical skin spray to enhance your skin's natural healing responses and defenses. BrioTech is all about providing its customers products that help promote skin wellness. BrioTech Topical Skin Spray is a light misting spray free of added fragrance, oil, alcohol, and parabens. All this protection without clogging your pores. It's a must addition to your all-around daily skincare regimen. Try BrioTech, a collection of sprayers from two ounces to eight ounces. With this bundle, you can have BrioTech topical skin spray wherever life takes you. All natural and safe to use from head to toe. Irritations, redness, post-procedure sensitivities, Get BrioTech Topical Skin Spray today. Learn more at BrioTechUSA.com. That's B-R-I-O-T-E-C-H-U-S-A.com. Support your skin at BrioTechUSA.com. Microneedling is a revolutionary treatment that can help reduce the appearance of acne scars, fine lines, pigmentation, wrinkles, even improve the appearance of stretch marks by stimulating collagen and elastin. Sakura Skin and Mind specializes in this procedure that jumpstarts your body's natural healing process. Sakura Skin and Mind believes in not only keeping the skin up to date with the latest trends in the skincare industry, but also keeping the skin beautiful, fast, 
pretty, painless, and affordable. Find out more at sakuraskinandmind.com. S-A-K-U-R-A skinandmind.com. Hypnotherapy helps you discover and explore deep, sustainable life changes. Let Sakura guide your communication with your unconscious mind. Rid yourself of negative behaviors, fears, pains, and emotions. Weight loss, smoking, childhood drama, chronic pain, and much more can be addressed. Begin healing now. Just $100 for the first session. Learn more at sakuraskinandmind.com. S-A-K-U-R-A skinandmind.com. Com. Bring out the healthy way of thinking you didn't know you had. Tell your friends about Alternative Talk 1150. Welcome back to Love from the Hip. I'm spiritual hypnotherapist, master esthetician, and your host, Sakura Sutter. Don't forget to tune in right here on KKNW every Wednesday at 2 to 3 p.m. for more Love from the Hip. Today on Love from the Hip, we have Will Moore. Will is a mom- mom- monumentum builder and founder of More Momentum. And if you would like to ask Will how to turn a failure habit into a success habit, or want to pinpoint the area of an area in your life you're struggling with, call 1-888-298-KKNW or 425-373-5527. So, Will, would you say that we are more prone to having success habits or failure habits? Great question. Uh, For sure, we are prone to having failure habits. And the two main reasons for that are one we've already discussed, which is the this what I call broken society that we we live in. And I don't want it to come off like I'm this pessimist that that thinks we're, you know, living in the worst time ever. But there there are, like I said, factors in play that as you go through from birth to young adulthood that are working against you that can cause them. The other one big factor is is your genetics and your just evolu- the evolutionary standpoint of how things have played out. Our brains are actually st- still caught in haven't caught quite caught up in terms of how they work and and knowing that, okay, now we are sitting in front of computers and we're doing things completely different than we did a hundred thousand years ago, but we still have the fight or flight. We still have all these mechanisms in place, you know, get as much as we can so that we can hibernate and be the top of the hill. And what that ends up doing is we end up building these failure habits and trying to, you know, basically overdo and get as much as we can. And it causes things like, you know, uh, going after uh, p- picking on other people and, and hmm. just big, I mean, not, not coming up with the best examples, but there's just so many that end up basically coming out of that because of that evolutionary standpoint. Yeah. We end up shortchanging others. Yeah. You got it. Yeah. You got it. Okay. So having, you know, success habits and failure habits are built on our experiences. So if you haven't had, like, how do you change a failure habit into a success habit if you've never experienced that experience in a positive way? That's another very good question. So I I use the term front-loaded process Mm because that's really what it is. Habits are are like just to picture them like these little ticks that kind of dig in. And once they're formed, you know, it's really hard to to undo them. And it's a lot of front loaded work and trying to change those habits. But then once you are able to kind of get over that hump and it's, it becomes kind of a downhill process and you start building that momentum. And then eventually, as you mentioned earlier, you know, there's, there's different scientists say different time frames of how long it takes to build a habit. Right. But the cool thing and the good news about habits is once they're formed, they're formed and they don't care if they're good or bad. Right. Mm. It's not like a habit is standing up and saying, I'm going to make it much easier to form this bad one. We just tend to form them, the bad ones, for the reasons I just gave. But once you do form those good ones, it's just as easy to have those, and they're just as hard to break, which is great. Okay. So you did say in the beginning that success habits and failure habits are kind of attached to our five cores in our lives. What are the five cores? So your five cores are the first one is your mindset, which the other four kind of revolve around. It's your whole attitude, your perception your confidence? Do you look at the glasses half full or half empty? Do you Are you an owner of your life that says, yep, I got everything I need and I can go out and kick ass and take names? Or are you a victim in life that says, poor me, I was born this way. There's nothing I can do about it. I'm going to die alone, lonely, old death or whatever. Right. So that's, your, that's kind of the big one. You got to get that one right. And then the other ones kind of can work a lot easier after that. So your second one is your career and your finances. So it's not just waking up and going to a job, but are you really loving what you're doing? Do you have goals? Do you actually have a purpose? Do you know 
what you your strengths are, your passions, and are you incorporating those into what you're doing and setting goals on those things? And then the financial part, which is a huge lack in the, the system that we grew up in and how we're taught is just basic things like compounding and making sure you're investing and, and doing things on the side with that money you are making, doing hopefully what you're passionate about to make sure that it lasts you a long time and that when you go to retirement, you're not going to be in trouble. Mm-hmm. And then the next one is your relationships, which I break down into three different areas. You've got your colleagues and acquaintances, and then you've got your friends and your family, and then you've got your significant other. And bottom line is within each one of these, there are important areas that we all have to deal with these different types of people every day. And we have these failure habits and success habits that we need to make sure we're paying attention to with those as well. And then your next one is your physical health, which is pretty self-explanatory, which is essentially you're sleeping, you know, you're eating, you're, you're exercising. Are you taking care of yourself physically so that you can live the best possible life, energized? and ready to take on the world, which also ties in to all the other cores. And then your final one is your emotional health, which is essentially, are you stopping and enjoying the ride? Are you slowing down to smell the roses? Or are you running around like a chicken with its head cut off? Are you mm-hmm. constantly stressed and, and you know, everything's, the world's falling in on you? Or are you enjoying things, actually going out and saying, this is my passion and, and putting it into your life and incorporating it? And then that also ties into well-being or excuse me, giving back, which is, you know, what's the legacy you're leaving? Mm. Are you leaving the world a better place than you started or are you just taking and making it worse? Mm-hmm. Those are the five cores. Okay. So in those five cores, I was hoping that you could give us an example of some failure habits as well as success habits in relationships. Yeah, absolutely. So relationships obviously is a huge one. And depending on who you talk to, You'll get a lot of self-help and personal development people saying it's all about relationships. To me, they are super important. And, you know, you can't really be happy without any of these five cores. Um, In my opinion, you've got to have all five. I call them fire and then all five cylinders. But the relationships in particular, super important. And everybody's got different types of relationships. Some people, you know, are super close with their family. Some people are more close with their friends. Some people have significant others. Some people don't. Some people say that they're super happy not having that significant other and others say you know no you have to be happy to me it's just all individualized but at the end of the day you have to have connections with people so it doesn't matter who or in what context but at a certain point you need to make sure that there is that connection and that you're spending time with people that you do care about and you're getting feedback from them you're giving them feedback and you're feeding off one another Mm -hmm. okay and so would social media <laughs> be yeah, a failure I mean, habit in that category? Yeah, no, that's a great question. So it's social media absolutely is a failure habit in that we are constantly, you know, this, this Insta generation, I call it, it's we're, we're going through a mile, million miles a minute. We've got things flying at us from all directions. And Gen, Gen Z and Gen X in particular are spending yeah. so much time on social media. And they're, they're thinking that they can replace their relationship core by just liking pictures on Facebook and making a comment. But right. that, that you can't. You got to spend real actual time with people. You have to reach out to them. At least if you, know, if you don't live in the same state anymore, pick up the phone and have a phone call with them. And if, they're, if they are around and somebody you haven't seen for a while, you got you to gotta meet them for lunch. You got to go grab a drink. You got to do something. You got to keep these connections up. And obviously everybody's limited on time and you can only have so, so many connections. But that's like, that ties back to what I was saying earlier. You need to figure out who's important, who you want to stay in touch with and make sure you proactively take those success habits to do it. Okay. And so speaking of millennials and Gen Y, X and Z, um, do you think their failure habits are forming faster because of technology? I, I do. I do. You know, technology is a double-edged sword. I, I, I love technology, and I think it can act really help us um, in some ways. And, and in fact, as you know, I'm actually work, I'm building an app that's going to go along with my book. Yeah, we're going to gonna hopefully that. take, <laughs> to, yep, take the phone and, and help it to become a success habit, failure habit. But technology in general, you know, it's not, it's not the technology that's bad. It's that it goes back to we were talking earlier about your from an evolutionary standpoint, we want everything and we want it now because that's evolutionarily wise. That, that is an advantage to us to do, to have that. Mm 
mm-hmm. and to live that way and to get as much as we can so that you know if the winter comes or we don't get any food and we can't kill that saber-toothed tiger we have plenty to keep us to keep us for a while right. and so technology just sort of lets people have anything they want immediately at the click of a button which can be very dangerous because you've got to build that personal integrity you got to learn the value of work and what it means to actually go out and do things yourself and you learn when doing all that stuff but if you can just sit in a dark room and hit some buttons to get anything you want it definitely can go down a sticky dangerous road and develop some major failure habits if you're not careful yeah and i could see that it actually this instant gratification would cause failure habits in all those five core areas of your life that's exactly right yeah so like in my book i talk about technology that you can actually use to help you and technology to watch out for to make sure that you don't let it take you down your success ladder so do you have a message for millennials or gen y and x and z as to how to avoid these failure habits that are so easily out there yeah my absolutely i think the first thing is awareness that if in any habit any that you want to change or any area of your life that you want to change forget the word habit you've got to put a spotlight on your life and you got to say okay where where do i currently stand like what's going on am i happy am i not happy and if if not or if there's areas where i feel like i can improve what are they and what am i doing and and why am i doing it the why is very important as well because a lot of times people will be like oh yeah i do this and i know it's probably not good for me and then they're on to the next thing and nothing ever changes you need to really connect with why it's it's a, why you're doing the behavior you're doing. Did it stem from an instance in childhood? Did it stem from these these the system we just talked about earlier in terms of is it something you learned in school or you were made to feel less than because whatever? And so now you got to identify that and then decide, okay, now what do I want to change? This is the failure habit I've developed. Now, how can I then replace that with success habit? And then that's kind of how yeah. it all starts. And there's a level of commitment there. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean- the commitment part is where most people fail. I call them the five versus the 95 percenters. Yeah. Um, most, most people fall in that 95% category where they'll get super psyched. If, you know, they might hear this radio interview we're doing right now and they might say, yeah, you know, he's right. My relationships, I could totally be better in that. And then they go out and then they try something maybe for a day or two, if, you know, if you're lucky and then it's gone because yeah. they don't have a system. It really does come down to having, a system that you put in place and that you make a commitment to and it goes to that personal integrity I was talking about earlier mm-hmm. and then you make sure you stick to it no matter what until you've gotten over that front-loaded hump and then things become downhill and you start building that positive momentum all right well awesome well we're gonna have to take a quick break but when we come back I'll touch more on your app and your book and remember this is a live show and if you would like to ask Will a question about a habit please feel free to call one 298 kknw or 425-373-5527, and be sure to stay tuned for the Weekly Skinny. On this Weekly Skinny, I would like to discuss one of the latest advancements in the skincare industry. It is so new, it still hasn't reached many places yet. This new amazing treatment is called Glycoala, which is the newest variation of photodynamic therapy, or PDT. This cosmetic photodynamic gel is the world's only photodynamic gel that includes hyaluronic acid. This revolutionary gel utilizes an advanced glycosphere nanoparticle delivery system for enhanced stability, efficacy, absorption, and dramatic anti-aging results. With Glycoala, you can diminish the appearance of fine lines and wrinkles, rid of sun damage, minimize the appearance of pores, promote plumper and more hydrated skin, and improve skin texture, tone, and firmness. Glycoala produces impressive results, but with significantly less discomfort really no downtime or side effects, and way cheaper than the cost associated with more aggressive treatments. The whole treatment takes about 70 to 90 minutes. Glycoala is applied to the skin after a deep cleanse and exfoliation and left on for about 40 minutes. After the Glycoala is removed from the skin, you are then placed under red light therapy, which all by itself stimulates collagen and elastin. For best results, it is recommended to have a course of three treatments spread four weeks apart. Also, because Glycoala is photodynamic, any exposure to sun will incubate it further. So it is imperative to stay out of the sun for 48 hours post-treatment and to wear a high sunscreen and wide-brimmed hat if you do go out. You may feel a slight tingling sensation once put under the light therapy. It can take six to eight weeks to see the full rejuvenating effects. 
and then treatment can be done on the neck and decollete, helping with those areas most of us tend to neglect. In fact, it works wonders on that crepey neck or for those not so wonderful creases or lines us women get on our decollete from sleeping on our sides. Not to mention, this is an amazing way to address all the damage you did to your skin over the summer. Consider Glycoala to jumpstart your skin rejuvenation. Coming soon to Sakura Skin and Mind. Men, care for your skin properly, starting with your face. Sakura Skin and Mind offers their Gentleman's Groom Clinical Facial for just $120. Designed for your rugged skin, a deep cleansing clinical facial is like a one, two, three punch to wrinkles, age spots, and problem skin. Tame those brows, ears, and nostrils. Sakura Skin and Mind, erasing wrinkles one clinical facial at a time. Learn more at sakuraskinandmind.com. S-A-K-U-R-A SkinAndMind.com Did you know that your skin is your body's first defense against disease and infection? BrioTech knows and has developed their topical skin spray to enhance your skin's natural healing responses and defenses. BrioTech is all about providing its customers products that help promote skin wellness. BrioTech Topical Skin Spray is a light misting spray free of added fragrance, oil, alcohol, and parabens. All this protection without clogging your pores. It's a must addition to your all-around daily skincare regimen. Try BrioTech, a collection of sprayers from two ounces to eight ounces. With this bundle, you can have BrioTech Topical Skin Spray wherever life takes you. All natural and safe to use from head to toe. Irritations, redness, post-procedure sensitivities, Get BrioTech Topical Skin Spray today. Learn more at BrioTechUSA.com. That's B-R-I-O-T-E-C-H-U-S-A.com. Support your skin at BrioTechUSA.com. No other station delivers this much variety. Alternative Talk 1150. Welcome back to Love from the Hip. I'm spiritual hypnotherapist, master esthetician, and your host, Sakura Sutter. And feel free to email me at sakuraatlovefromthehip.com with your comments, your criticisms, your questions, and well wishes. Let me know how I am doing. Today on Love from the Hip, we have Will Moore. Will is a Monumentum builder and founder of Moore Monumentum. And if you would like to ask Will how to turn a failure habit into a success habit, feel free to call 1-888-298-KKNW or 425-373-5527. So, Will, you were explaining the five cores in life. Why would we need to outline these five cores? Right. So, yeah, as I mentioned earlier, you know, there's these five main areas of every person's life. We all have them that we share. And that it's taken me 25 years to identify since hitting my rock bottom back in college. It's been a, quite a journey, but I've identified out of, out of literally, I was this became this insatiable self-help book reader and seminars, you name it, I've done it all. And kind of, even though I like to say principles or life is complicated, rather, even though life's complicated, principles aren't. And there's just a lot of very simple things that life breaks into. And if you pay attention and you've read it enough and seen it enough and experienced it enough, you see these patterns throughout the universe. And so what I've seen is these five different areas that I mentioned earlier, how important they are. And if you're not continually taking action and building positive momentum in them, you will suffer the consequences and you're just going to kind of be that hovering above rock bottom guy or gal for the mm -hmm. rest of your life. And you may not be completely miserable and you may even convince yourself that you're, you're happy, but at the end of the day, you're certainly not leading your best life. Okay. You're just getting by. Right. So in careers and finance, um, could you give an example of a failure habit or a few failure habits that you turn into success habits, what those might be? Sure. I, I think that the biggest one that I see is, is fear and fear can actually tie into just about any of these cores, but particularly in the career and finance core, I see so many people that let their fear stop them from going out and really getting what it is that they want and taking that shot and being, I call it being bold and extra. Um, with, with my business, I, I started a business called doorstep delivery years ago that we recently sold and i remember i was telling people about the idea and they're like i don't know if that's gonna work you know that's just and, and i just about 99 out of 100 people i talked to were had had reasons why it wouldn't work and i just in my heart i was like i know this is gonna work and i'm just gonna freaking 
go for it and do it. And I don't care what happens. And I just had that sort of whatever you want to call it in me. And I just went for it and it, it wasn't easy and it was hard. And, you know, my fears got, would, would try to sneak in and get in the way, but I would just push them aside and say, Nope, I need to keep going for it. And that is one if, out of anything. If people can identify when their fear starts to creep in, when they're thinking about how to advance their career or if mm -hmm. they want to start their own business or whatever it is, that that's so important to identify and make sure that you squash it. And that's a habit in itself. When it starts to, when that fear starts to come in, just go, Nope, I see you. <laughs> get your ass out of here. I'm not interested. And then just keep going. Okay. And what would be another one that you see? Uh, I'd say procrastination is another big one. I mean, this kind of ties into what we were saying earlier with the, you know, especially in today's Insta generation where you have a zillion things that can distract you. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not like our, our grandparents and then, and their parents living out on a farm without TV and, and all this with just basically candlelight. It was pretty simple back then, but now with so much, it's so easy to get caught up and just to have, you know, all these different things distracting you and, and to let them. And if you do let them, you'll just, you're never going to advance and mm -hmm. you're just going to constantly be spinning your wheels. And not only does it make you depressed and unhappy to be constantly doing stuff like, you know, going on social media and looking at other people that are, have this great life and, oh, this should be me, but you're also, you're, you're wasting time. Right. You could be doing all the, you could be taking those actions putting those success habits into motion to advance and build that momentum in your life. And you're just kind of blowing it. It's okay. really sad when I see that. Okay. And so your fifth core, I wanted to ask you to emotional health. Would you also tie in mindfulness or spiritual health or mental health? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. So emotional, yeah. So emotional health. Yeah. When I, when I talked about it, I'm not sure if I, I hit on that, but it's definitely, I know I talked about the stress part of it. But on the other end of the stress, yeah, any way that you can find to that works for you. And again, everybody's different. So meditation may work for certain people, yoga for others, just simple breathing for other people. Breathing is the one that I personally tend to do, and it works unbelievably. It's a fantastic success habit when you're starting to feel stressed or overwhelmed and like the world's coming in to get you or you're having a bad day or a series of bad events are happening. Mm -hmm. It's such a super important one. And I definitely recommend people to explore, especially in speaking of technology, you know, there's so many apps out there these days that can help you with it that are fantastic and make it a super simple process. I recommend that. Okay. And do you find it hard too to change failure habits into success habits if you're dealing with your mental health, like a mental illness, like depression or anxiety? How do you recommend overcoming that? So that's a, that's a really good question too. So Right. When I, the book and, and kind of my whole philosophy is, you know, you've gone through life and there's these things that you may have developed that are hurting you. Let's stop them. Let's let's get on the right track. But there's also things that you can't that are literally, you know, it could be a mental illness or something that you can't help. Like depression is, is a perfect example that actually runs in my family. My mom had it. Um, I had it when I was younger. And to me, you just that's all about you need to see a doctor. You need to get on the right medication. And that can make all the difference in the world. And I know there's people out there that are against medications and whatnot, and that's fine. But to me, I, I say, if it's something that's wrong, you know, there's a wire that's loose in your brain and then a mechanic, mechanic can come and, you know, put the right piece in there to help fix it. And you can kind of run smoother. Your engine can run smoother without you having to worry about it. Think about it constantly. Mm -hmm. Then by all means, absolutely. You should do that. Okay. So I want to touch back on you had mentioned that you had an alcoholic parent, right, growing up and had to deal with depression mm -hmm. yourself. So what was the turning point for you in awakening your momentum? Good question. So I would say I, I, I focused on my second core, career and finance, for a very long time. And I think that's a, a very common thing that a lot of people do, especially, you know, coming out of college and sort of like, okay. I want to take on the world and, and the way our society is structured is success for the most part is viewed as financial success, right? That's how most people view it. Even though I've come to learn after having a lot of financial success that that's only one fifth of it. But at the time, you know, that was, that was super important. Um, so, Oh, I'm sorry. Can you, yeah. Can you repeat the, mm -hmm. the last part of your question? Just like, so Oh, just back. what was your turning point for your, right. your so, awakening? <laughs> 
Yeah. So, so doing, going through doorstep delivery and all that, you know, that took a good decade of my life. And then I got married to a wonderful, beautiful wife who I'm still married to. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And we had, uh, we had uh, a a kid and his name is Wyatt, who's now three and a half. And I got to tell you, when that happened, things just really shifted for me. And it really sort of made me realize what life is about. And all I wanted in the world was for this guy to go into a world that's going to be awesome and safe. And so he can go out and live his best, happiest and build the most momentum for himself. And so that's kind of when I really sort of shifted and said, you know what, this is a book I've been kind of working on for the last 25 years. I've been constantly taking notes and using myself as a human science experiment. Let me put this into action and actually do something with it and help him and other people that might have struggled the same way that I used to. So giving back. You got it. Yeah. Why do you think you've been so? <laughs> why do you Why do you think you've been so stagnant prior? What was What was, what was I mean, blocking I, I, you? I, I think it was really just like I said. I think the focus being on the business and that business yeah. just straight up ate me alive for the last three four years. Um, my wife will tell you. It was, it was a bit of, it was a rough ride, um, in trying to, cause we had, it was a restaurant delivery service. And at first, you know, there wasn't a lot of competition. And then we started getting tons of competition from places like Uber, Grubhub and these places. And it just, all of a sudden we were like, Oh my gosh, what are we going to do? The the sky is falling. And I had a couple of the partners and everybody was freaking out. And it was like literally just three years of putting fires out. Mm -hmm. And that's where all my focus was going. Okay. And that's also part of when I did get out of that and I stepped back and looked at the 10,000 foot view that made me realize this is not what life is all about. And these other things are what actually make me happy. Okay. Not that. And that's how you came up with the five course. Yes. <laughs> all right. Well, I'm going to touch back into your story after this break. So everyone stick around for a break and we'll be back for more Love from the Hip. Is your tween starting to experience a change in their skin? Want to get them on an easy at-home routine and have good skin hygiene? Allow Sakura Skin in Mind to help your tween out. This brief, deep cleansing and educational 35-minute facial is just enough to get your tween, ages 10 to 12 years old, started off in the right direction. Sakura Skin in Mind uses the latest in the clinical skincare industry to care for your tween the right way for just $65. Sakura Skin in Mind, treating skin out there with an ounce of treatment and a pound of protection. Call 206-730-7429 or go to sakuraskinandmind.com. Hi, this is Marilyn Milano. If you love animals, then please check out my new show, Love Has Many Faces, Tuesdays from 9 to 9.30 a.m. right here on Alternative Talk 1150. I'll be talking with rescue groups, animal advocates, and other organizations that help animals, sharing their stories, and giving our listeners some tangible ways in which they can help make a difference. That's Love Has Many Faces, Tuesdays at 9 a.m., right here on Alternative Talk 1150. Raising awareness, touching hearts, and saving animals' lives. Peach fuzz is great. If it's on a peach, let Sakura Skin and Mind remove unsightly hair with dermaplaning. Although its primary purpose is to remove layers of dead skin, it's just one of the added benefits, leaving your skin baby smooth, safe, effective, fast, and affordable. What a concept! Sakura Skin and Mind wants you to look your very best, and dermaplaning is just one tool in their chest. Find out about dermaplaning at sakuraskinandmind.com. S-A-K-U-R-A, skinandmind.com. We bring out the healthy skin and healthy way of thinking you didn't know you had. What's your story? Have you ever sat with that question and looked to your heart for the answer? It's time to explore the real you. Tune in Thursdays from 4 p.m. to 5 p.m. for the brand new show, Story You, with Coach Debbie. Debbie and her guests have a mission to inspire and coach you to find your voice. If you need direction, Story You with Coach Debbie is for you. If you want to be an author, Story You with Coach Debbie is for you. Tune in Thursdays at 4 p.m. and be inspired. Welcome back to Love from the Hip. I'm spiritual hypnotherapist, master esthetician, and your host, Sakura Sutter. And don't forget to follow me on Instagram and Facebook and subscribe and share my YouTube channel and podcast, Love from the Hip, and that's HYP, anywhere you can find podcasts. 
And if you're just joining us, today I have the pleasure of having Monumentum builder and founder of More Monumentum, Will Moore, on my show. So, Will, I want to ask you, what makes you better than someone else to help me? So, to build more momentum, not monument. I know, see? <laughs> I was like tongue-tied today. Sorry. I'm just not <laughs> no, you don't me, build I, structures, I buildings? Okay. I know, right? I, there's so many words that I do the same thing with when I read them or hear them. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, for, I'm, you know, I'm a guy just like anybody else. I, I'm not some some wizard from the future. I don't have a DeLorean that I time traveled back in and, and can tell you what it's all going to be, what your life's going to be like in, in 30 years. I'm just a guy who really had a hard time growing growing up, and I hit my rock bottom around college. And have sort of been on this journey and just this, this obsession really to kind of find out what is it that makes people happy and, and what is success really. And, and I've kind of redefined it for myself and I want to help other people to define it and have their best life as well. Okay. And that's part of your movement. Yeah. And so the more, the, the, the momentum movement, the whole point is to sort of help people, to again become the best version of themselves who will then in turn want to pay it forward to help the world become the best version of itself and the more people that do that the more that we'll hopefully get away from you know regardless of what political party you are right now i think everybody would agree it's a really crazy time mm -hmm. to be alive and there's just so much just it's not just about like oh we disagree like a lot of times it's been in the past, but I mean, it's literally like, I hate you because you believe in this right, and, right. you know, hate and fear and segregation. It's almost like we've done a backslide mm -hmm. in the last several years. So my whole goal is to sort of bring people back together. And if they focus on their cores and they're stopping their failure habits in each of them, and building success habits, it will only unify and help the world kind of become, build its own positive momentum and get rid of things that are, we're having so many problems with such as global warming and all these things yeah. and kind of get everybody on the same. Well, awesome. Well, Hey, well, we do have a caller. We've got Molly from Ohio on the line. Molly, Hi are you there. there? Hi Molly. Yeah. Hi. What's your question for Will? So I was just calling for Will. Um, so I'm interested in the core values and I'm just wondering like how I start identifying my issues and like, should I just maybe pick like one goal in each, and start on that and if that's a recommendation is that something your app will help with uh, that's a great question so yeah i actually in my book i talk about there's 10 kind of main things to focus on when you're trying to build a habit and one of them is just like you just said it's you want to start slow and you want to start small it's scientifically proven that when we try to put too much on our plates we over we our brains become overwhelmed and it quickly goes eh, yeah. eh. That's not for me. I'm going to go the other way. So if you do, you know, when you, the idea is you're going to identify these failure habits first, as I said, the, the number one is putting that spotlight on what they are in, in those particular cores in each of them. And mm -hmm. then you really just want to start with one, two at the most to start and just try to start building and making progress in those. Cause then when you do mm -hmm. actually start to make progress and build momentum, it actually spreads to the rest and it makes everything else exponentially easier. Awesome. And so then is that something your app would help me to kind of like map out? Yeah, the app is, it, it's that part of the technology I told you earlier that I am super, I've always been into and excited. It's got, you know, technology can go two ways. My app, the whole goal is to sort of say, hey, we're already all using these phones. This is a habit mm -hmm. that we've already have. And I'm not going to call it a failure habit, but it certainly can be a failure habit, depending on how we use these phones that we're attached to 24-7. And so my whole thing is let's create, let's make it into a success habit. By using mm -hmm. the app, it sort of gamifies the process, makes it fun, makes you kind of – it's not intrusive. You're only checking in in the morning and you're checking in right. at night. You've got your little rocket ship and you're flying along and, it's, and your, so it your like whole thing is – So it like holds you accountable. Absolutely. Yeah. You're being held accountable, which is a huge part of the process. And what's the name of your app again, Will? It's undecided at this moment. We're still working on it. Okay. All right. Awesome. <laughs> well, I'm excited for it. It sounds like a really great app. Yeah. We're hoping to, hoping to release it uh, by March, April of 2020. Awesome. Okay. Great. Well, thanks for calling, Molly.
Yeah, thank you. All yeah, right. thanks, Molly. Well, did you have anything to add about your app, Will? Um, just that, you know, I'm really excited about it. I'm, I'm kind of developing the book and the app in in combination with one another. And the whole point is I don't want people to feel like they have to download the app if they read the book and vice versa, but they certainly complement one another because the way I kind of break it all down is there's the what and the how. And so the what is the information side. And it's this these principles and the stuff I've learned over the last 25 years and these five cores and how to incorporate them and identify what's not working in your life, what failure habits to stop and which ones to start. And so that's kind of where the book comes from. And then the app is the how part. It's that making sure you actually put it into action and that these things actually make a difference and start changing your real world. Because right. I'll tell you, if I had a dollar for every book I've ever read, it just gave you so much information and you're so inspired and you're like, oh my God, I'm going to change <laughs> the world. And then the next minute, you know, some shiny thing wiggles itself in front of you and you've forgotten all about it. And right. so the app doesn't doesn't let you get away with that and well, make sure that you continue building momentum. And then it's back with that plasticity, right? That action that makes that habit form. That's exactly right. I and mean, if you're not taking action every single day until it forms, and just like you said at the top of your show, yeah. you know, there's there's different time frames that scientists have, have all said. I personally don't don't buy into the whole, you know, this is proven that it takes this many days to form habits. To me, everybody's different and every habit's different. Mm -hmm. So for instance, I feel I, I feel like some habits I've developed in a week or two. Right. And some it takes me two, three, four months to develop. It just okay. depends on what they are. Can you tell us about your free core evaluation quiz, Will? Yes. So with all this stuff we're talking about, obviously I told you the number one most important thing to do is to put that spotlight on your life and say, where do I currently stand in each of these cores? Mm -hmm. And so my free evaluation quiz on my website, www.moremomentum.com, you can take that. And it's just a simple five-minute quiz that'll kind of give you that baseline of where you currently stand in each of the, the those core areas. Awesome. And is that where also people can find you? Yes, they can find me there. Um, and uh, my social media, I, I do, I'm pretty active on that as well. And if you go to, but if you go to the website on the upper left, it's got my links to my different social media okay. that you can click on. And real quick, Will, where do you hope to grow from here? So, you know, my whole thing is, like I said, it's, I, I want to make this world a better place for, for my two kids and for other people and all the other kids that are coming into this generation. It's kind of a scary time right now. And mm -hmm. so my, my number one mission in life is just to make it a, a less scary time for, for these little guys and their kids. And I want their kids to be able to have kids. I don't want it to be like, okay, 100 years from now, it's pretty much over because we didn't get our act together. So I'm hoping to bring the world together and build that positive momentum one person at a time. Awesome. Well, thanks again for what you're doing. Absolutely. Thank yeah. you for having me on the show. This has been fantastic. Absolutely. And thank you to Eric, my wonderful producer, and you, the listener. You can find me at lovefromthehip.com or sakuraskinandmind.com. You can also follow me on Instagram or on Facebook and subscribe to my YouTube channel as well as my podcast, Love From The Hip, that's H-Y-P, on iTunes, SoundCloud, basically anywhere you can find podcasts. And really love the show or have any questions or comments, then let me know at sakura at lovefromthehip.com. Tune in next Wednesday at 2 p.m. for another Love from the Hip and make self-love contagious. Go ahead, I dare you.